0: Oh my god, he did what?
1: Yeah, he sucks, but he's so hot.
0: This is Hot and Horrible.
1: Welcome back, friends and lovers.
0: Hey, Emily, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm worried I'm losing my voice, (laughs) but I'm going to try my best. I'm going to drink some Becky if I need to refresh my palate.
0: What's Becky?
1: It's hard seltzer. No way. Yeah
0: jokes this is gonna be an ad that we'll do later (laughs) spoiler (laughs) we just got a sponsor with becky you know they are hard seltzers i don't know why i can't say hard seltzer that was a really weird thing but (laughs) i'm gonna leave that in but whatever hard seltzer that um they taste good
1: yeah what did you do this week
0: well we had a really fun brunch Mm -hmm. uh saturday
1: yesterday yeah
0: at husk um Love the burger.
1: I was kind of low-key jealous of your burger. <laughs> I loved mine, but I love a burger, but I was like, oh, I get burgers so much. Well, you just I ordered like out.
0: three sides. I ordered like <laughs> all the sides, <laughs>
1: and I just ate a whole bunch of sides. But Husk is the only place where I've been where I've liked grits. So I was like, I have to get grits. You have but to. I wanted other stuff. I was hungry.
0: But um, but the burger was definitely really good, and I don't regret it good (laughs) (laughs) it was my first meal of the day and it was like three o'clock and i had been like intermittently fasting yeah (laughs) and so i was like so dead by that point i was like i just need food
1: a burger is the perfect cure for that
0: yeah well what's up with you
1: um today was my sweet dog willow's fourth birthday
0: happy birthday
1: i'm so sad that she's getting old but she's still my little baby
0: yeah do you know what's actually really funny so in dog years, you know, when you turn four, it's like usually times seven. So uh-huh. she turned 28 and you turned 28 recently.
1: I Yeah. I'm, so we're kind of the same age right now. It varies, though, depending on the size of the dog.
0: That's true. That's true. But I do
1: feel like she is probably around my age right now. But in my mind, she is four years old <laughs> like a four-year-old toddler like human Aww. like that's how i envision her but she went down um to where i went to college Sawani, so to hike today with one of our friends and she had a great time
0: that's so sweet yeah she had a little bath
1: she was in the waterfalls yeah oh
0: um
1: i'm excited because you are on your soapbox today i feel like usually i'm on my soapbox
0: i know i just have something it's kind of funny because i've deleted all the dating apps Mm-hmm. as you might have known from we, last but yeah,
1: week. Yeah, we, we both have, yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, I feel like there is a dating hierarchy. You know, mm-hmm. there are like people who do better and there are people who do worse mm-hmm. based on their race. Mm-hmm. And so this is not something that I believe in. This is something that just I think society believes in. Mm-hmm. And it can make it more difficult for people to date mm-hmm. proven by statistics yeah. as you mentioned it's, <laughs> before it's we it's
1: factually <laughs> evident yeah. yeah
0: typically there's a, like a hierarchy there's a ladder where like i happen to be asian mm-hmm. and an asian man and i happen to be placed at the very bottom mm-hmm. along with who
1: i think like statistically black women and asian men have the highest rates of being single
0: and i found that just i mean even dating app wise like i might start a dating app at the same time as a friend who i would probably say like objectively would be the same attractiveness level Mm -hmm. and it might be a difference of like they might get like a hundred likes or you know likes back Mm -hmm. and i might get like 30 or 40. Mm -hmm. and it's not lack of photos or you know i've gotten a lot of feedback from like i guess like alex have you you saw my profile at a Mm -hmm. point yeah so like nothing too terrible on mine (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would feel like it's
1: not terrible at all
0: yeah that being said i hope that changes one day
1: Mm -hmm. i also think that like white men are the dominant part of our structure right like Mm -hmm. we talk about like hierarchies and we talk about systemic well not systemic but systems you know like white men are at the top okay that's the easy way of saying it (laughs) and they're supported by all of these systems and policies and cultural things so i i think that i could see how that would be the default for a lot of people like earlier you mentioned like black men being Mm -hmm. toward the top and i think that that's it's complicated historically, too, because I think that there has been such a history of, of sexualizing the black body and especially like the black male body. Yeah. So I think that that could probably play a role in it. And that's not positive, right? That's not good. Um, but I can see how that would influence the data.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also a thing where people assume there's a language barrier with asian men oh interesting where i know a lot of people are like oh i know you're from hong kong like do you speak english or like do you have an asian accent okay and it's like oh you know no um if you've heard me these past 16 weeks you should know that i might not have an asian accent also
1: it would be (laughs) totally okay for you to have an accent yeah and i think that maybe just comes to down to like who you're around to, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's also, like, even in Asian men in, like, entertainment, mm-hmm. before that um, Marvel movie that just came out, it was really hard to put your finger on, like, an Asian man who might be attractive.
1: I see. Like, more there was more of an image of a conventionally attractive. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Do you feel like there are places in the country where you would feel more accepted that's so funny
0: i was looking at la Mm -hmm. but it's like crazy because well la is like super expensive yeah anyways but um there are pockets of america that asian people are more popular and -hmm. it's like not as weird to see an asian person Mm -hmm. because like nashville is um, I think the statistic right now is like 3% Asian. Okay. I know for the longest time, even like 10 years ago or whatever, people would be like, no way. Like you're an Asian person. Like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, do you go to Vanderbilt? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like you felt like you were being stereotyped a lot. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. People were really
0: surprised when I, when I told them I went to Belmont.
1: Yeah. I'm sure the dating thing makes you feel frustrated, too, because you have no control over that. Yeah. Right? It's, like, a systemic, it's cultural, it's racism, like, it's it's all of that. So there's, like, nothing to do. Like, it's not about (laughs) you as an individual, right? It's about a system and a culture that is supporting that. And I also think that, I think what you're, what you're, what I'm hearing you point to largely is our idea of what's attractive, Mm -hmm. what's like conventionally attractive, which I think we are starting to be taught at a very young age, right? And I think that is shifting a little bit now. But think about when we were little, like we play with Barb, like I play with Barbies, right? Yeah. What did Barbie look like? What did Ken look like? They were both white when I was little. Barbie had huge tits, (laughs) a tiny little waist, like, legs for days like ken looked like you know you're all american white boy football all that deal and i just like when we were little that was like this is what this is what's beautiful this is what's attractive this is what you should aspire to
0: exactly and and i think we're not saying that that's bad we're just saying that you know attractiveness comes in different forms I'm saying that right. is bad. Oh, you're saying that's a bad. Okay, sorry. I'm
1: saying that's bad because I I think that us when we were little having those influences of like oh this white all American couple is the ideal and the ideal of beauty is racist. Okay. And that it's also just very it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of this. Yeah. Right. Like it's very limiting and it it fucked. All of our body image up uh, because of the expectations of how your body will look, like the washboard abs on Ken, like the uh, Barbie's figure and everything. Like there are a lot of different layers to it, but I do think it's also racist and a manifestation of systemic racism. For sure. Right? Yeah. So, so- I am saying it's bad. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't
0: saying it wasn't bad, but I mean like if you happen to look like a Barbie or Ken, oh, yeah. that's not bad. That's what no. I meant. Sorry.
1: No. Yeah.
0: okay, That's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. I explained it <laughs> That's poorly. okay to look like. Yeah, <laughs> It's okay to look like anything, but yeah.
1: I, I get what you're saying that, like, we have a culture that values a certain body, a certain skin tone over another, and that's, mm-hmm. I'm sure that um, that's really hard and really frustrating and I do think that there are things that we can do about it because I think that cultural shifts happen, but I think that part of that cultural shift is dismantling Mm. these systems that we have that brought our idea of that, you know, Ken and Barbie image out How do we disrupt that? How do we replace that with something else? And I think that that is, you know, starting to happen. Like if you look at dolls that children have now, like they're more diverse, they have different body types. I feel like we're getting more images. And even like, remember when we were little, there were no models wearing clothes that weren't white and thin. Yeah. Right. And now are we where we need to be? No, (laughs) absolutely (laughs) not. But you see, like I see cellulite. On some models, really, now. you would never have seen that when we were
0: little. Oh, models, as in like, um, like magazine models, yeah, or like something. magazine okay. models. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like this
1: is all related, you know. But because I feel like it's it's building a cultural idea of what's beautiful and what's yeah. not beautiful through what images were being shown.
0: Mm-hmm. I think people just got so tired of seeing. People so perfect, yeah. Of that, like, unobtainable status,
1: yeah. And people like need and want to see themselves reflected in what we watch, right? Movies, music, advertisements. We want to see ourselves in that. And for so long, everyone who wasn't white wasn't seeing themselves mm-hmm. reflected in that, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if you saw this, but did you see that thing about band-aids? Yes. That was huge. And I thought that was really interesting. I had never thought of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if, like, you know, shifts are happening, are we where we need to be? No. And we need to keep doing the work to question and disrupt and dismantle these systems or into these perceptions we have of. Oh, I should date this person because it's a white man. And Mm -hmm. and that looks like Ken. And when I was little, I played with Ken. And this Mm -hmm. is now what I think that I should marry, you know? And it's so much beyond that, too. Literally, y'all, anything you can tie back to systemic racism. Like, (laughs) give me any topic right now, we'll tie it back. We got
0: to play a game. (laughs) Literally,
1: any topic you can tie it back. But I'm. I mean, don't, I mean, I don't want to push you, but I feel like, you know, you came to the podcast with this today because it's been on your mind.
0: I had like, um, conversations earlier in this week about mm-hmm. that. So I was like, that'd be a good topic, yeah. you know?
1: How does it make you feel?
0: Woo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, okay. So it should make me feel discouraged. Right. Yeah. But I've never felt, I mean, I've felt that way from time to time but Mm -hmm. i know when i meet people it's completely different like in person it's just like dating apps just have never really been successful for me unless somebody's like oh i like asian guys and that's like my thing
1: okay but because when they meet you in person they get to see your personality like you're more than just a one-dimensional being on a screen yeah okay i get what you're saying do you feel like it has ever affected your idea of how you view, like, your body or your attractiveness or anything like that?
0: I think so. I had a really, um, I, I think it was, like, a poll I saw that, like, one of our friends had on Instagram. But it was, mm-hmm. like, if you were to change your race, what race would you change to? Mm-hmm. And it was a very popular thing where, like, other races were like, oh, I'd like to be white. Mm -hmm. And people who are white were like, oh, I'd like to be white. (laughs) And (laughs) it was like a funny thing where it's like, um, there was maybe one person who I talked to or like saw from the poll, like they said they would want to be European. And I'm like, isn't that just white? Yeah, it's white. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, but like Italian, you know. And I was like, that's "That's still white. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, I mean you know it's crazy to like hear different stories from different people especially Mm -hmm. like i talked to a few different people this week about like diversity Mm -hmm. and um they felt the same way as like this is what society is like you know they don't believe it or they don't buy into it either Mm -hmm. but it's just like what what it has been building over these years
1: yeah let's take action
0: yeah let's take action (laughs) and let's take a break
1: Sounds good.
0: Yes. What
1: are you drinking?
0: I'm drinking a Becky right now. What's Becky? Becky is the new personality in a can and the best tasting seltzer on this planet.
1: Where does the name come from?
0: You know, Becky is like the polar opposite of Karen and Becky is like the life of the party and that's why we call it personality juice because it brings out the Becky in everyone.
1: What about the flavors?
0: Well, in the Thirst Trap variety pack, there's pink lemonade, passion fruit, mango, and even tropical cherry.
1: It's delicious. It's very tropical. It reminds me of something I drink on a boat back home in Michigan.
0: They're gluten-free, all-natural, keto-friendly, and only 100 calories, so we can get wasted at the gym.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I don't recommend that. Be safe at the gym. Where can I buy them? For the lake, not the gym.
0: They're being sold at Hampton Social, the Virgin Rooftop, Wendell Smith Liquor Store, and they're soon to be sold at the Nashville Sound Stadium.
1: Can I follow Becky on social media?
0: You can follow Becky at, at TasteBecky and you can go to their website at tastebecky.com.
1: All right, y'all, go buy some Becky for your hot girl summer. <laughs> Welcome back, friends and lovers.
0: Hey, Emily. Hey. So, friends and lovers, there's something Emily and I and Alex have been talking about this today yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's not sad news it's kind of it's news yeah but emily do you want to talk more about this yeah
1: i can talk a little bit about it so um i love that we've been able to build like a mini community around this and i love like all my friends and stuff that reach out and say oh i listened to the episode today and i'm really grateful for andre and alex and everyone that has listened and supported um but i um have something going on right now and i just need to take a moment um for myself so we're gonna take a short sabbatical
0: yeah yeah and we love emily everybody loves (laughs) emily and you know we all support you in everything that you need to do and we will be back with hot and horrible when it's time
1: yeah i appreciate everyone so much and Thank you for being understanding. And uh, I have a real feeling that you'll hear from us before we're back. In (laughs) some way, you know, we'll keep you updated with the content and everything. Um, And I'm going to work my life out. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're going to, yeah, we'll be back.
0: It's going to be great. And it might be in forms of, you know, the next few weeks you might hear stories from other people who have hot and horrible stories. Mm -hmm. And um you might hear Alex, our producer, you know, talk about her life and, you know, maybe I can be there too, but maybe just Alex. Who knows? But we'll figure out I something. am
1: personally very supportive of an Alex episode.
0: I am too. Because we
1: have really bared our souls on this
0: podcast. We have. It's time
1: for Alex to pony up. Oh,
0: <laughs> I know. The hot seat is coming, but Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we love you guys so much all the friends and lovers Mm -hmm. you know all the new people we've made connections with and how fast our podcast has grown too Mm -hmm. yeah any last words for this time being emily
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm michelle i'll see you on the other side (laughs) okay
0: bye y'all
1: bye friends and lovers